The college experience week four recap and database top 25 on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by mybookie.ag. Winning season is back at my bookie and they're now offering a hundred percent deposit bonus. When you use the promo code SGP, that's mybookie.ag. promo code SGP to play, win and get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by the leaders in daily fantasy. DraftKings for a limited time. New users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on all the week three NFL action. Enter the code SGP to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. You want to get an advantage over the sports book with the NBA, NHL, MLB, and NFL and college football back in action? Well, you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. That's betql.co, promo code SGP20. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy for you to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. to the college experience week four recap and database top 25 style. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick done D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by my co-host former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito Wheaton sideline kiss stealing Wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi. You got that hacksaw thing going, and really what you need to do is is throw your dick up in the air. No, 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 uh the BDE. The BDE. Yeah. Because you were red hot on your picks this week. Six and one on his locks, Ooh. 18 and 12 overall. Yeah, but that's BDE right there. That is big dick energy right there. Uh, I thank you, sir. All of us, five hundred or above. NT Nick two and two, me six and four. Yep. We're gonna get into those. We're four weeks into the season. Every single week between the three of us, not only are we collectively over five hundred on our overall picks, we're collectively over five hundred on our locks. People, if you like money, yes, just tune into the locks. Bet. Set amount of money yeah, on yeah. each of the locks, and you're going to come out with more money than you came in with. Well, we all potentially have, a lot more. Yeah, and if even even if you're not doing the locks and you're curious of a game, you should check the spreadsheet because me, you, NC Nick, all over 500 this week, picking every game. And really, like I, I went six and four, but I feel like I got robbed. Yeah, I feel like there was some criminal criminal stuff well, happening. I, I actually want to talk about that too. I didn't uh, compile the uh, stats yet, but. 
the number of half point freaking yeah. non covers. Yeah. I got robbed in some stuff and uh well, I mean, let's just get to it, all right? Because I got I got points here that I want to make uh starting from the top, Patty C. The Oklahoma Sooners. There's two big storylines, I think. There's Oklahoma, Kansas State, and Mississippi State, LSU. We're gonna we're gonna go in with K State, Oklahoma. Woo. They were up what twenty eight to seven. Yeah, twenty one point lead. Second half, and they lost. Brutal. Patty C, what do you think of Oklahoma? Because look, I think it's very interesting that their only win is against Missouri State. They open up at home. I was I was a skeptic of this team. As you recall from our Big 12 preview, I have Texas and OK State in the Big 12 championship. Yep, that's true. Um, I don't understand how, how you know, like after Missouri State, people were saying, oh, this Oklahoma team looks really good. Of They're course. the same old Oklahoma to me. And look, I'm a Lincoln Riley guy. He was at ECU, but let's just call a spade a spade here. That was a colossal collapse, and that defense looked like shit. That was. That was really bad. Even Spencer Rattler. I think he started out like 14 of 16, but his oh, two incompletions were He picks. looks good to me. He's he, a good quarterback. He did. He, he has a little bit too much and one for me. You think? Dude, that, that interception, he, he just, come on. That wasn't an M1. It was just a misfire. Which one? You're talking the, about the one where he. The game uh, decided one? Yeah, toward the end. Yeah, that was just a misfire. But yeah. early, uh, in the, I think, first or second quarter. Uh, did he do some and ones? Yeah. So I missed it. I mean, look, he is a, he's, he's a freshman. Yeah. This year doesn't even count. So he's got like 30 more years left. Trying to be Mahomes. Yeah. I think he's going to be a stud. I think yeah. he's going to probably. But you can't turn over the. Look, they severely outgained K State and lost. Yeah. K State blocked a punt. Classic K State. They always block punts. Yep. Wild card team. But what do you what do you make of this with Oklahoma? Well, I'll tell you one thing. Spencer Rattler, seventy six percent completion percentage through two games. Um, well, Missouri State. Yeah, that's true. It makes it it makes it a little easier. Um, what do I think of Oklahoma? I think that this is a team that if they do somehow make the playoffs in this uh, year with you know however many different teams having a, a good say at it. Uh, having one loss early on might kill them since the big 12 has looked like dog crap. But if they do manage to run the rest of the table and get into the playoff, they'll probably get rolled in the playoff. Well, I thought it was funny. Urban Meyer says like they're right after the game, you know, it was on Fox and they, they go to him in the studio and they're like, they're, they're eliminated from the playoffs. And I'm like, dude, they lost to K state last year and they made, and they the, made playoff. the playoff. All right. This is worse. Are, are this are is at home. Something? Yeah. And I like, although it's a three point loss in a game, they won by 20. It's basically the exact same thing as Baylor versus TCU. So maybe based on that, if you do have a 21 point lead in the second half and and you blow it, uh, the traditionally speaking, the committee and you're in the big 12, the committee shits on you, but yeah, since you're Oklahoma and not Baylor or TCU, then you probably get the benefit of the doubt. The the, the BS politics. Now this game was very interesting. Chris Kleiman moves the two and O against Oklahoma. He's been at K state two years and Patty C, you know, I tagged you in this number and number of four and five star recruits at Oklahoma 51 (laughs) number of four and five star recruits at K state zero. True. Although typically at least under uh, uh, Bernie uh, Lomax, Bill Snyder. uh, Yeah. um, They would have guys that were probably in the uh, criminal penitentiary system, five stars, you know, but the Juco ranks, the Juco rank five stars, but they weren't, uh, 
Well, in Oklahoma didn't. That's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Barry Switzer had a game. Yeah, I'm yeah. about to say. Uh, in an airport. But 51 to zero. Can I make my point on how overrated recruiting is? That is a very strong point. And, and how about this? Oklahoma, in their last nine games, since the Big 12 went to 10 teams, essentially. Yeah. They're five and four against K-State. K-State kind of does have their number. <laughs> Five and four against K State. Based on Oklahoma's record against every other team, that I'm sure K State has the best record comparatively from I think a percentage that, yeah, standpoint. Yeah, against them as any team. They play conference. at Iowa State this week, Patty C. Iowa State just won at Texas uh, TCU. Any chance the Sooners? Sure, Iowa State looked good. I know. <laughs> oh man, oh, man. If, they, if they uh, drop two, that, I mean, how how? What Who wins you, the gun to your head right now? Who wins the Big Twelve? <laughs> I guess Texas. I'm whole, I, I I would definitely not pick that right now. Really? <laughs> they got yeah. lucky as fuck. <laughs> they did. They did. But who's good? Oklahoma, Oklahoma State? State's undefeated. Oklahoma State got lucky as shit against Tulsa. Yeah, but at least week. their their star quarterback was out. Like the, Oklahoma and Texas are doing this with their with their hosses. All right, that's true. <laughs> this conference looks like garbage. They're probably going to be the one that misses the playoff. Baylor, maybe. Uh, Baylor could do it. Okay, because Baylor. Baylor smokes Kansas. Yeah, which doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. Uh, well, look, I mean, dude, here's another thing that's unbelievable about this K State win. They lost to uh, Arkansas, Arkansas State, but but they didn't have their their quarterback Skylar Thompson didn't practice much because he got beaten up in that Arkansas State game. Yeah, they had 20 players out for that Arkansas State game. Yeah, they didn't have enough defensive backs for this game. They were taking special teamers and safeties, converting them to corners <laughs> on a week's on on a on like a 12 day notice. Wow, and they beat. The yeah. number, the allegedly number yeah. three team in the country, which is the just allegedly a crack of shit. Heisman, yeah. uh, hopeful. That's unbelievable to me, dude. Yeah, it is. That's a very K State thing to do. <laughs> uh, okay, now let's get to the let's get to the elephant in the room. All right, because I just, you know, <laughs> you know, oh yeah, you know, I'm gonna just deliver this motherfucker of to course, you right here, of course. And this is something that we kind of like laugh to, to ourselves. How great would this be if it happened? And then it just plays out right in front of our eyes. Well, on live TV. I, well look, if you were to take it without COVID, if they had gotten sp- spring ball, I was thinking, okay, they'll know the air raid. Yeah. Talking about Mississippi state LSU. Yeah. And I thought like, okay, give them LSU sec opener and have them a game against perhaps new Mexico or, or a little time to know, work NC out state and stuff where they though. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I can see Leach doing it because I believe in this product. Yeah. I've always said that he's the best coach. And and I think it's time that we call out the hack journalism out there because yeah. there's a lot of it. And it's a it's a and they go for the layups all the time. Oh, well, you know, and I'm not trying to to throw shade at Nick Saban or any any of the great coaches out there. Yeah. But to me, like when Alabama's got a, a pedigree of winning national championships pre Saban. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like he Saban's a fantastic coach, absolutely great coach. Right, but Alabama historically is the best team in the SEC. Yeah, well, I mean, they did it with Gene. They won with Gene Stallings, Bear Bryant. I mean, you, I, you can go on and on and on. Um, and, and and for for people to always say, well, Leach is is the best of bad coaches. I read I read shit is this that Pete Thamel said that. Yeah. I saw you respond yeah. to his tweet, and you're like, no, no, sir. Yeah, he's the best in the game, and because they don't look at it from a football point of view, it's like, dude. What you guys are just rewarding, and I'm not trying to downplay Saban yeah. and, and what the, and some of the other yeah. great coaches that are out there. You know, uh, the, Sweeney, 
yeah. and, and Franklin and, and all those great coaches. Right. I'm just saying, can we call a spade a spade? When you win 11 games at Washington state, yeah. I, I've, 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 I wrote about this for the past three years. That's how we became friends with Mike Leach was that I you don't believe his freaking I don't excellence. believe Nick Nick Saban's best year at Michigan State I think it was 8 wins or, or I think it was 8 or 9 yeah. right Michigan State is a much more prestigious program than Washington State and Texas Tech Sure I so, mean it's got a probably slightly tougher road to hoe uh in the But you're bringing in more talent Yeah you you bring way more talent Yeah than that's you what get I'm saying State. way more talent yeah, I think it's a Easier place to win eight games, yes, Michigan State, than it is. Well, I guarantee you put Leach there. He would have won State. 10 at Michigan State. Yeah. I mean, he did it at Texas Tech, won, won 11 games. He did it at Washington State. That it's, um, I mean, look at him when, when he came to Oklahoma. He won them a national championship. Leach wasn't there that year, but he installed that offense and he went to Texas Tech and Mark Mangino collected the scraps. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's time like that, that, I, I don't know. It was so satisfying to me because uh, this off season, I would read co- head coaching reports. Yeah. And you know, I think people don't like Mike Leach because he's outspoken. Sure. And for whatever reason, it's hilarious. Yeah. And we love, we love coach. O. yeah, I'm not trying course. to throw shade at him, but th- I saw him as like number th- four, four or five coach in college football. And they put Leach at like 23. Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck are they doing this? This is a layup. They, how many coaches at LSU won a national championship before Saban less miles. You know what I mean? Like just right. recently. Yeah. They've turned that program into an absolute juggernaut and coach. O's doing a great job. Yeah. Right. But, but you cannot tell me ever that you think he's a better coach than Mike Leach. Right. Certainly not even in the same universe from an X's and O's yes. standpoint. And then, you know, whether that, I think you do have to factor recruiting and yada, yada, yada into like, what else would you, but factor when you're in? at a school like LSU, do you even really have to recruit? I think, I think because he's so specifically a Louisiana guy that he's a perfect fit there. I think he's, I think he would have done a good job at USC. I think he was doing a good job yeah. at USC. Where was he before? O- Ole Miss, or uh, Ole Miss where he failed as a head coach. He struggled. Yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't mean he's, it would always be bad. Mike Leach's system is, you know, create, uh, built for a little bit of instant success, even though he has kind of struggled out the gates. It's a little more, I think he was struggling at the gates because those programs are such shit. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is his system automatically creates an advantage that, you know, another coach say like a Nick Saban, it might take him longer to achieve that success because that's not his strength. X's and O's it's to build a program. But all that said, I think Nick Saban is, from taking a program and maximizing like its capability, its resources, uh, I guess, administratively speaking, I think he is very high up there from an organizational standpoint. And because Alabama has such amazing resources, yeah. he's a guy that's going to make the most of that, out of that. But that doesn't mean Mike Leach, a, uh, couldn't do that if he went to Alabama. Cause he probably could. We're yeah. seeing that with him immediately succeeding at Mississippi state with some pretty good, but not super elite talent. Well, and you don't even truly know. I mean, I look, I know the corner was out at LSU and they had players opt out, whatever you want to say. I mean, this is one that everyone projected. I just always feel like that the Dude, LSU has yeah. been to the national championship four times in the last like 16 years or yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is a program that has a shit ton of talent. They're always in the top 10 recruiting. I don't care if you've lost a lot of your two deep, you're still 
completely stocked. You're in the top five, top three, probably of talent in the whole nation. It does hurt, but for you to get diced up for 600 plus yards. Well, that's what I love too. And that's my second argument. So when I wrote that article at sports gambling podcast.com a couple years ago, uh, saying he was the best, I think he's the best coach in college football. And I've said that ever since uh, multiple years. Um, and I had all these sec fans come out of the woodworks on Twitter saying, how can I put him like his system would never work in the sec, right? We're one game in Patty C and he's already shattered beating the passing mark. That's through a hundred some odd years of football being played with however many teams, 14 now. Yeah. Uh, also in one game, the highest ever against LSU and the closest was like 400. Yeah. So yeah, he beat the sec record by like a hundred passing yards in his first game. So we're one game in, he beats the defending national championships on their home turf. And to, to me, the score is even misleading because they doubled their offensive output. If you take away the pick six and a fumbled snap and you know, an, an, strip. Yeah. Yeah. Then you have, you a have, a, yeah. And to me, they just look like clear cut. The better team was Mississippi state. I'm, I'm excited about this, Patty. See, I, I, and I'm interested here because they asked, they asked um leech after the game, like, and he was like, uh, well, I kept going deep because they kept giving me press coverage, which yeah. I think is shocking because as they revealed on, on the shows that I was watching that all the, I was watching sec network and they were saying, well, every team in the sec does press coverage. Right. I think Mike Leach is going to reroute the whole defensive approach of the sec. Yeah. I really believe I'm not calling for Mississippi state to win the sec or anything, Yeah, but I'm saying this is going to change everything, right? Look at what happened when he first came into the big 12. I remember I was a big fan of the big 12. They were like a run heavy team. You had like K state and Colorado that ran like pro, but ran the ball have run heavy. Yeah. You had Nebraska. That was triple option. You had, uh, I mean, even Texas, all, there was no really, really pat like Leach came to Oklahoma installed this offense and, and then yeah, he went to the Texas big 12 Tech. was not a super high fly. You know, you get your Houston's, which wasn't big 12, but like, uh, yeah, they were like the outliers back then, you know? Yeah. Or June Jones at Hawaii or something. Right. But so, so yeah. Leach comes into OU Ricky Williams at Texas was what Texas was. Yeah. They would the- run and they had Sean Mitchell and they had priest Holmes. They would run the shit out of the ball. Yeah. They had James Brown, at quarterback. Yeah. Um, and, and, no one in the big 12, it was all like a run heavy, good defense uh, conference. And now, and then he, okay. Leach comes into OU. They start winning. He takes the job at Texas tech. So then he implements the air raid at Texas tech air raid is being air raid concepts are being used at OU. They win the national championship. Mark Mangino, who takes the credit for being the OC gets beco- himself a job, becomes at- the head coach of Kansas, takes him to an orange bowl yeah, wins the by orange running bowl. the air raid, essentially. Yeah. Then art Bryles, who's with, Leach at Texas tech gets a job at Baylor. Yeah. Makes them right? elite. Makes them elite running their offense. West Virginia hires Dana Holgerson leech connections, right? F- was it, was a leech coach. You go through the whole entire big 12 uh, in a way, except maybe I think Iowa state was, uh, uh, someone, uh, leech guy or was he, uh, no, but he hired cliff Kingsbury who was, the uh, a leech quarterback yeah. who studied under him, dude, you go, you go everywhere here. Yeah. And also cliff Kingsbury, when he was at a and M was the team that beat Alabama. I should mention that. Right. It's true. Johnny and then football. he left and they couldn't beat Alabama since. Yeah. Right. But, uh, you, you throw it in. I mean, I mean, Lincoln Riley's a leech guy. 
you go all across the board here, the big 12. Yeah. He is re people look and say that defense is so shitty in the big 12. It's because I believe that Mike Leach came in and rerouted the whole entire structure of these fucking teams and their programs and how to win. Right. Right. And I think it's going to happen in the sec. Now I will say the sec is kind of like a year or two ahead of uh, Mike Leach in adopting that trend. As far as Nick Saban going away from the p- ground and pound and from an offensive point of view with, with LSU, you know, last year. Yeah. LSU throwing the ball around a lot. Yeah. Agreed. Dan Mullen is still like, he does that power spread offense that Urban Meyer does. So, um, but I'm but talking about defensively, defensively. Yeah. I mean, when you're, if you're pressing right and your cornerbacks ha- are having to turn and run and there's always underneath routes, like, and your defensive backs have their backs turned to that it's going to be open all game. Just like it just was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would, I would think that that would probably, they're going to need to adjust to him big time. Oh, I can't wait to watch it. I was loving the way he was using Kylan Hill out of the backfield. Yeah. Like 150 dude. yards receiving. That dude's going to be a stud in the NFL. Yeah. He's good. Um, then we talk Mississippi state defensively because I was really intrigued with, I think it was the pregame. And then after the game, they broke down uh, uh, on, I think it was Fox as well. The three, three, five defense that Mike Leach has installed. He brought over, uh, uh, they have, they basically run Rocky longs. They brought in Zach Arnett, former DC of, of San Diego state, who I loved. I love San Diego state's defense recently. Rocky long was the head coach of San Diego state. Who's now currently. So Rocky long retired and he's now the defensive coordinator for his old player at New Mexico. Uh, Danny Gonzalez, former safety for Rocky long. Now the head coach at New Mexico. Um, and also, I mean, this defense, th- it was great the way that they showed this, this breakdown. I wish I would have uh, recorded it so I could put it up, but um, I'm intrigued because they really said it got LSU. LSU really struggled. If you take look, they gave up 34 points. Mississippi state did, but when you really take away the pick six, it's down to, to, to 27, and then when you take away the fact that I, that KJ Costello threw an interception at midfield, like midfield. Yeah. Um, and also fumbled the ball. They, they, I think they only gave up 21 points from, from their actual drives, maybe even 14. Yeah. I'd have to go back and watch, but the first four drives, they held them to uh what is it? I have the stat written down somewhere here. Um, I want to say they held them to like 23 yards and it was four punts, right? 26 yards. Crazy. And four punts. I mean, uh, what's the quarterback's name? Now I'm drawing a blank on Miles it. Brennan. Miles Brennan. Uh, not super impressive. Not a terrible uh, showing, but uh, definitely not Joe Burrow. You know? Oh, for sure. I mean, Bill Burrow is one of a kind. But and 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 maybe that's just LSU gravitating back toward where they have been offensively, which is a little bit uh, traditionally um, kind of one dimensional. But um, they were certainly that you know, against Mississippi state, but no one runs a three, three, five in the sec. So I'm very curious to see how this works because from the breakdown and I was learning about it, you yeah. know, as, as it was going along, cause I had known Rocky, I'd always been a fan of Rocky long and the three, three, five, but you know, there's variations of the three, three, five, but his is super aggressive. Yeah. And it puts a lot of stress and the way that they were breaking down that I thought was fantastic was saying how much stress it puts on the offensive line. Yeah. In this case, LSU's offensive line on not knowing who the fuck is coming. Sure. And, and I just thought it was like, they, they compared it to the triple option on defense, right? Which I thought was fantastic. I thought like, wow, like, could this be a fucking thorn in all of the sec side now 
is the, you're not just going to line up and try to play power football because right. you can't double. They were saying you can't double team, right? It's hard to double team because you don't with you not knowing who exactly you're right. going to be blocking. Well, the players not yeah. being the defensive lineman, not getting in the gaps, the defensive line being head up and really the offense, not knowing prior to the snap, like which direction the defensive line's going, they have to account for, you know, maybe I block this guy or maybe I have to block another, uh, d- the other defensive line slanting into my hole or, if they both slant away from me, I got to worry about one of two linebackers coming in. So that's not something you would typically face if they're in your gap. You say, okay, this guy's in my gap here. I'm going to, I have to block him away from the play. That's my assignment. But when it's head up, there's a, a ton of confusion. So, and, and with them comparing it to the triple option, they were saying that with, with them, with Leach installing this three, three, five, it's going to make it really hard because no one else in the sec runs it. And you're only going to have a week to prepare for this thing. When, and they'll show you most likely different looks from the weeks prior, because yeah. when you have, when you have five different defensive backs, essentially, yeah, you can bring them from all over the, it's, yeah. it's like the zone blitz that Pittsburgh Blitzburg, you know, became so dominant in the nineties with the same concept. You know, you just bring it from anywhere. Obviously it's beneficial when you only have three down linemen to have some straight fire hydrants. So yeah. maybe we yeah. see the, uh, the Vince Wilforks come back into, uh, into play in the style here. Hey, that linebacker, Errol Thompson playing, man, he was a beast to watch, but um, dude. Oh, and they look Syracuse hired defensive coordinator, Tony, Tony white. Now say what you want about Syracuse. They're one and two. Their offense looked like shit. Their line looked like shit. The first two games, but that defense was really impressive. And Tony white once again, comes from Rocky long and, and this, this uh, coach with Zach Arnett and them at, at San Diego state. It's going to be really, it just makes me really excited to see what this defense will present to these sec offenses that think, Oh, that have been dumb. That have been really good. But I, I just love, I just love what, it, what, what just happened, man. I just thought, <laughs> good God, this is fantastic. Yeah. Cause I thought neither, they not only beat them. They just like, they just were clear cut the better yeah. team to me. That was the first domino I wanted to see fall. Okay. Yeah. It was, and I'm glad it happened right out the gate. I'm glad it happened against the national champion. I would love to have seen it against Nick Saban, but I'm saving that one for, uh, for, uh, what's his name in, uh, Lane Kiffin for Lane Kiffin <laughs> two weeks from now. I want to see Lane Kiffin pull the upset. And I will say that offense was pretty cool at times. Uh, kind of potent. And Matt Corral, we gave him a lot of shit. We gave I don't even give Matt I, I Corral. Didn't give him, I mean, I thought he was gave decent. the coaches yeah. a lot of yeah. shit because John Rice Plumley looks so yeah. explosive. But he has a rocket for an arm, and he can move. And John Rice Plumley, they got him. In, they seen him catch that ball. I saw him catch yeah. it. I saw him. Uh, look, they're working. They can even Corral's a good enough uh, athlete. They can put him out of receiver. So they're legitimately like from a play to play situation. Corral most of the well, time. I like that hire of bringing in the the U, the UCF OC. I think. That, yeah, that could be interesting Typically, to see how that uh, works. Creative uh, minds coming out of there. Now their defense is a mess. Now that's the thing. I mean, I don't want to discredit Florida and Kyle Trask. He looked great. He did. He but everyone really good. was saying like, man, Florida. Uh, I I mean, I expected them to put points on Ole Miss's defense. Ole Miss's defense was not very good last yeah. year. Trask still looked good. I'm not trying to take away anything from him. But I, if anything, the one thing I took out of this game was that Florida's defense was supposed to be elite. I don't think it's elite. Yeah. I mean, they do have a nasty defensive line. It, it was apparent at times. I mean, they still gave up a lot to Ole Miss though. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Ole Miss might have a legitimately powerful offense, you know? And so that's fair. And in the sec East, I don't think you, you have to worry about 
some elite offenses after I just watched uh, Tennessee and South Carolina and then Georgia. Oh, <laughs> well, Georgia turned it on. They figured it out late. I mean, you're playing Arkansas. I hope you turn it on. Yeah. This is a team that's like one and eight against like, or two and six or something against uh, a yeah, non power uh, yeah. five group of five like, teams yeah. in the last what? Three years. Yeah. I mean, dude, it was seven to five at halftime. Arkansas was winning. Yeah, it was real ugly. Georgia looked like they were in trouble. I didn't even catch what happened that like, what do you take from dude? I'm, I think their quarterback play improved in the second half of that game. They couldn't run the ball. Yeah. I'm a skeptic now. I, you know, oh, I, you I switched from, I had Florida at one point this off season as who, SEC's then I was like, champ. when I saw Kirby smart stats against Mullen <laughs> going back to Bama, I was like, okay, I'm going back to Georgia. But after watching that offense, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Normally Georgia has a great run game. That did not look like a good run team to me. Very, very questionable performance out the gates for Georgia. Is the second half of that game well, they play Auburn this more week. indicative? They're gonna lose to Auburn this week. I think they might. Yeah. I think Auburn looked better. They're but, gonna fucking lose but to Auburn. I do want to file a complaint because I should have covered that game. Speaking of Oklahoma outgaining K State, Kentucky outgained Auburn, was way more efficient on third down. Also had less penalty yards and didn't cover against Auburn. I thought, honestly, I thought Kentucky looked like the better team. Well, certainly through like three quarters, Terry Wilson, if he doesn't at ghost fumble. And then if that ref just rewards that touchdown, that was clearly a fucking touchdown. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. Uh, We have a different game. The ghost fumble was huge because it was still Auburn had came back and took the lead. And then, you know, he just fumbled. By himself. Yeah. That's not helping your cause there, but that's what that's Kentucky, the, uh, that's the Kentucky history right there. It's right. the ghost of Kentucky. <laughs> right. All right. But they made a deal with the devil uh, to have a great basketball program and it <laughs> haunts their football program for dude, the rest of time. Dude, They were the better team. They like, I really believe watching that game, Kentucky is, what was the, it like? Like a Jameis Winston type ghost fumble or in the, uh, Rose. I think Bowl? it hit his knee. Ah. I think he, he, I couldn't even see it clearly because he turns a corner. Yeah. And, but it's like a third and two and, and he's going to get the first down. He I just think puts it on the ground. Yeah. And uh, just, just fumbled the ball, man. Uh, so I'm, uh, I'll say this as a Kentucky backer for this year, a little nervous about Terry Wilson. Yeah. A little nervous about his play because he was without him. I feel like if they just have a serviceable quarterback, yeah. if you give him, if, if they, if they gave him Colin Hill from South Carolina, they win that game. Is Mark Stoops, what, what would you say his run? I mean, because like Lynn Bowden was an explosive runner at quarterback. Well, last that happened year. by accident that because all their quarterbacks, Sawyer Smith and, and, and Wilson, all getting injured. That's true. And then Benny Snell was excellent for a while and still doing pretty well in the, uh, in the pros right now. But it does seem like uh, Mark Stoops isn't super reliant on the passing game. And um, maybe that's his downside, perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. He seems like he has a balanced offense to me, but. They should have won that game, even though it was a horrible try to make up uh, that makeup call. Yeah, for that missed targeting. These people argue with me though. That play should have never happened. That was clearly a touchdown. He was like eighty-five percent of his body was in, <laughs> like he was three yards into the end zone. All right. Um, I didn't see that. I saw the replay on that. That was I was watching another game, but that that replay was pretty obvious. It was disgusting. That was dude. That was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. Yeah. Because they reviewed it. Yeah. I get it. If you miss it. Yeah. And you just, but play. upon reviewing it, you still couldn't get it right. Yeah, only, only his foot and his ankle were the only parts of his body outside. Yeah. Of the end zone. 
Yeah. And it's like, okay. And people said, well, his knee might've went down at the two and a half, which I, I, I don't think it was the case, but even if that was the case during the review, then they would have marked the ball at the two and a half Instead, they mark it at the half yard line. So clearly that means they weren't That's looking at where the caught. knee went down. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I thought what's his name looked better though. I thought uh, Bo Nix looked more comfortable passing the ball. Yeah. So I do think that uh, I think they're going to beat Georgia. Georgia I mean, better get their shit there. Get, yeah. get their shit together fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could take the early L and then they got Bama coming up. Uh, Georgia's not going to make it. This Did year. you watch any Bama, Missouri? But I know, but I saw that we, what we predicted would happen was exactly what happened. And I lost that. us our cover. That's what I'm saying, man. I, I yeah. locked some dumb fucking locks. Like I got burned by Kentucky who outgained Auburn in, in every statistic almost. And, uh, which should have hit. And then yeah, Alabama's you, dominating you eight on that. And, uh, <laughs> uh, brutal Alabama's dominating. And then they put in the backups and, and, uh, what they get 16 points in the final five minutes or something. Yeah. Missouri does. So I, I lost that back door. Uh, what else did I lose that? I thought, Oh, I got robbed. You know what I got robbed with was middle Tennessee UTSA on Friday night. Oh, was that a two point game? Dude, they scored two touchdowns. So they had to go for two, but I, I'm up by double digits with like four minutes left. Yeah. And I, and I lose, I'm giving away five <laughs> and a half and I lose. Uh, how about UTSA? The Roadrunners? How about that transition? SEC fans. They're yeah. three and oh, doing it. Brand new head coach. Gotta like that. Gotta <laughs> like that, man. Oh man. Uh Pitt, we lost by a half point. What do you think about Pitt? Um That's the thing, I guess. I guess. Hold on. So so before we dive into Dantabase Top 25 here, because we want to recap, we want to pay respect to all the schools that played on Saturday. Pitt is undefeated. They're 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 I think I took them on the win total over because I like their D line and, and secondary. But what do you think of this? Either their offense isn't very good or I don't know. I, I just feel like they're classic pit still. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're just uh defense and ground and pound. Um, I mean, just I'll, I'll hit you with some ideas. Kenny Pickett here. through three games, 712 yards, five touchdowns, two interceptions, pit, seven sacks, three interceptions, 12 tackles for loss. Only gave up 220 yards against Louisville. And Louisville's got a good offense. Yeah, that's true. Pitt's going to bite Notre Dame or, Mi- or Miami. Watch. You think? They have enough defense to really fuck with them. Let I me think. see. Uh, the, do they draw Miami? Uh, they get in- Miami, I believe, unless the... There's been so many renditions of the schedule, I don't remember. They get Miami in, yeah. like, uh, three weeks. So... So, so are you buying in still in Miami? Because what they did, they look great so far. There's no denying that. They were database top 20, or number one last week in, in, in my rankings. Yeah. But they destroyed Florida state, which was fantastic in a way, because it's great to see Florida, Florida state, state lose at this point. Sure. But let's talk about if Louisville, Louisville has one win against a team that's winless, right? Yeah. So sure. who's good that Miami beat? I think the best team they've beaten is UAB and they played UAB with the worst quarterback. UAB's backup looked great, by the way. I hope you picked up on that Thursday night lock of mine. <laughs> that was nice. Lucero's fucking fire, dude. I called you out on it, and uh, that one blew up in my face pretty bad. Lucero's way better than Johnson, dude. I mean, he lit it up. He yeah. lit it up. Yeah. Yeah. So UAB, you think it's a mixture of both? You think Miami is good? Well, Louisville, 
they they beat Western Kentucky. They lost Miami. They lost a close game to Pitt. Their two losses are against ranked teams, and they're respectable losses, I guess. The Miami one less so, but uh, Pittsburgh's a good team. But I don't think Pitt would ever blow out any good team well, they didn't or blow, any any Power Five team. That's true, but they didn't blow Louisville out. That's my point, though. Is that so? How good uh, Pitt could be playing Duke, and I think it'd be sixteen to fourteen, <laughs> right? right? That's um, true. That's true. Um, look, I think, uh, I think Pitt's a solid, I think Pitt's Pitt. I think Pitt's uh, Pitt on a good year right now. No, I agree. Probably but maybe I, a nine and three, eight and four type of team if, in a, on a 12 game schedule. But Miami, I, I think they're a little counterfeit as a national title contender, but we're going to find out a lot. They get this bye week before going into Clemson at two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Clemson's going to have to be dealing with UVA. Granted, it's at home next week, but then Miami comes into town, uh, into Clemson. If Miami can steal this one, then they still have a, t- a little bit of a tough schedule ahead of them, but there's no Notre Dame on Miami's schedule. So they could find themselves in the ACC championship and potentially in the playoff. If they're able to coming off a bye, get bite Clemson. Let's talk Florida state. <laughs> What's there to talk about? How many how many wins they get in this year? Oh, uh, let's take a look at that schedule. <laughs> Upcoming. If this thing will pull up here. Uh this is unbelievable that they're at this low. <laughs> yeah, it is. Jacksonville State is uh is their next game. They've they've come out 0 and 2. Imagine they lose that. Yeah, Jacksonville State hasn't hasn't played a game yet, so we don't know anything about them. Um if they lose to Jacksonville State. They won't win a, g- a game until the final game of the season. They might not. I mean, Duke's decent. Duke's not good, but you know, I think Duke would be a, a challenge for them this year. <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable, right? I was on that though. I was on that yeah. all off season when everyone's saying Norvell's going to take. Not having Norvell hurts. That we got to take. Dude, they that. lost fifty-two to ten. If they had Norvell, it wouldn't have made it. They lost to Georgia Tech, who just got murked by Syracuse. It's true. And UCF. It's true. Georgia Tech. Is not good. Yeah, Florida State is not good. Florida State realistically will beat Jacksonville State. You have to figure they're going to lose to Notre Dame, lose to North Carolina, probably go to Louisville and lose, right? Yeah. They hose Pitt, right? They're not winning that game with that, with that offensive line against that defensive yeah, line. <laughs> that's true. It's going to be a slaughter. I would hate to be that quarterback. They might go to NC State and win that because NC State looked like dog crap against Virginia Tech. Yeah. Then they got Clemson and Virginia both coming to Dote Campbell Stadium. They might get Virginia. I don't know. Virginia looked pretty good. Uh, I was going to get to that game. What do you, what, Virginia Duke, uh, what do you make of your Wahoos defensively? I think they look, I caught some of it. I didn't catch all of it. Virginia is Virginia right now. They're they're just not that talented. Hey, know? but if they win seven or eight games, yeah, it's a they're good year. Scrapping and clawing their way to uh, a winning record against probably similar competition to their to themselves. Will they will they upset anybody? Maybe a Miami. Maybe a... sure they're they're very capable of upsetting. Yeah. You know, let a team not get ready for them. Virginia, to Bronco men and Hall's credit, will come into the game prepared. Yeah, almost yeah. every time. Uh, I want to talk Texas A&M and Vandy. Uh, <laughs> here, look, I hate uh, you're listening to the Dan base top 25 rankings, which we will do at one point here. Yeah. But I hate preseason rankings, Patty Seag, And I'm, I'm already irate because I saw Texas A&M at number 10 and they hadn't snapped the fucking football yet. And then they just beat my, uh, they just beat Vandy by five. Yeah. 
in a game where Vandy was about to get the ball back and Derek Mason like bumped the ref or something, got a 15 yard penalty. Yeah. So Vandy then got to get, uh, and rather. Yeah, I got the first down and ended the game. This team looked like trash. And I can tell you, I have not been sold on Kellen Mond. I don't know what people see. Yeah. To me, he's the weakness. He's probably what is holding this team back for, for all I know. They play Bama this week. I don't know. You don't think it's Jimbo Fisher that's holding him back? Perhaps. $75 million I mean, because I do think he is the guy that pl- that everyone wants to blame Taggart. Yeah. I think the the real blame is is Fisher at Florida State. Yeah. The way it ended. Yeah, that that program started spiraling before yeah. he walked out the door for sure. Um but you look at A&M, this is what pisses me off though. They're ranked ahead of Mississippi State. How are they ranked ahead of Mississippi State? A&M? Yeah. So you went, you beat Vandy by five. Yeah. Mississippi state doubles the yardage basically from LSU. Yeah. Beat LSU by 10 or beat Vandy by five. A&M was at home. Yeah. Mississippi state was on the road. <laughs> how, how is there any logic to this? How about this? So wait, A&M's ahead of Mississippi yes. state in yes. the rankings. That is bizarre. Texas is too. Who that, needed uh, an onside kick and a block punt. I mean, the beat- fact that Ohio state is still sitting there at number two. And some of these teams are three. It's such Games. a crock of shit, man. The rankings are such a crock of shit. LSU is one spot behind Mississippi State. They almost doubled their output. It was very close to them doubling their their output. They won by double digits in uh, in Baton Rouge with the air raid offense. Who, as as much as people say, well, the corner was out for LSU, which is true. But guess what? The air raid offense. He didn't have spring ball. You're you're learning this thing. You could tell the center to quarterback. Uh, connection was was that was off. Yeah, it was off, and especially in that first half. So I don't understand how how are they explain to me how LSU is one spot behind Mississippi State. <laughs> how yep. how is there any logic in that? That makes no sense, and it's strictly based on talent, and it's strictly because they don't do it the way the database does it, and but, base it on results. They but but talent talent tells me that Oklahoma have fifty five scholarships of four and five stars, and Kansas State has zero. Yeah, so. Basically, the the last thing they want to do is you know base the game on the, the game. actual results. Yeah, I hate if they're forced to. I hate it. They'll put them right next to each other. I hate it. Okay, let uh, me. Uh, let me see. What was I looking at? I want to see. Oh, dude, Miami's uh, going to be playing in their sixth game on October 24th <laughs> when Ohio state's playing their when, first. when Ohio state was playing their first game and, 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 and Oregon Ohio hasn't state played will, any games. Right. And Oregon won't have played it. <laughs> will Miami, when they're six and oh, be ranked ahead of uh Oh, and a zero and zero. Dude, Oregon. I, I'm going to go fucking crazy. If that's, yeah, <laughs> I'm literally going to go crazy. Um, uh, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. winning season returns at my bookie. And winning season means doubling your first deposit. Winning season means insane player props, epic bonuses, and the craziest cross sport wagers you can think of at my bookie. Winning season means watching live sports and betting live sports all season long. Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs are starting where they left off. And the NFL has officially returned in a big way. That means action packed Sundays and huge, pa- huge cash prizes week in week out. Get in on all the action. Use the promo code SGP and double your first deposit. New players get up to a thousand dollars in free play. Think about that. A free thousand dollars, a cool thousand dollars, just like that. 
just like that. Bet with the best this NFL season with your chance to, to win big. Use the promo code SGP. Like I said, to double your first deposit, your winning season begins today only at my bookie. We're not done recapping before I get to the database top 25, because I found this week to be absolutely hilarious. Cause if you look in the top 10, if you look, Texas was in there, Patty C a team that beat UTEP who somehow UTEP is, is three and one because they played, they beat two FCS teams and then they murked La Monroe. Who's the worst team in all of FCS. <laughs> um, UTEP's uh, three and one, three and one. Very nice. But they lost to Texas 66 to three or no, 59 to <laughs> three. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, Texas pulled one out of their ass. Yes, they did. They, they pulled one out of their ass. way up their ass and they pulled it out. Uh, Ellinger, obviously the offense is smooth. This team's not going to, they're, they're, they're too shitty defensively to, to yeah. 56 points in regulation to, uh, I mean, do they win this week? They play TCU this week. Where, where is that game? Fort Worth in Austin in Austin. They should win that. What makes you firmly believe that though? Well, TCU didn't look great. That's true. This past week, Iowa state, um, talk about that was another half point cover. We didn't get, Oh, that's because they didn't kick the, extra, the extra point. point. Brutal. What the fuck, man? That game was brutal. Um, no, but, uh, I mean, talk about Texas. What do you, th- I mean, I'm not buying that. They're good. Chris Ash. No, you fire Todd Orlando. You bring in Chris Ash. You're going to fix the defense. Yeah. You just gave up 56 and, and that was before Dude, they're going to get caught. They're yeah. going to get caught. Uh, Oklahoma Two weeks, will they play probably Oklahoma. beat Two them. Weeks. Yep. They'll get caught one more time. And that this, this is what I think will happen. Oklahoma may get through the rest of their schedule unscathed. Texas will catch them in the big 12 championship game. I don't think Oklahoma is going unscathed. Well, you don't think they, so? They have too much. They have too many losses from a season ago. They have guys suspended for the first five games. That's true too. They play Iowa state this week. They might lose this week. Let me take a look at Oklahoma's upcoming schedule to see if they can withstand uh, these losses early on. Um, if it will open for me, which it won't. Okay. We got upcoming uh, at Iowa state. That's true. You're going up to the cornfields, not no- the normal cornfields, but it's and, still and they've tradition under Matt Campbell. They've played Oklahoma really, really tough. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, then they host Texas. Then they got to go back to back after bye week at TCU at Texas tech. You're probably right. Oklahoma's probably not, not doing kidding. it, man. This is not their year. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, they still might get in the Big Twelve championship, but they're 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 not going to just go go ten and one. I don't think or eleven yeah. and one or yeah. whatever. Um, and and Texas, I don't know what to think of Texas. I just feel like they're they're the same Texas. Texas is going to lose twice at least this year. I agree, I agree. Uh, moving down the line, what else do we got to talk about? We talked about Florida Ole Miss. We talked about uh, how about this Tulane, my Green Wave. Yeah. Willie Fritz did me a solid. Let Navy came all the way, come all the way back two weeks or a week ago. Then they, they go down 14, nothing. Man, I was like, that was a, you locked it. I didn't, but I picked that one. I was like, man, we look like idiots. They go down 14, nothing. Then they score 66 unanswered. Is it? (laughs) I think, no, I think it was 66, 24. Okay. Okay. But a 66 to 10 run after (laughs) going down 14, nothing. It's called turning on the jets right there. Willie mm. fucking Fritz doing me a solid dude. Tulane just with wins his me hot cash. ass wife. <laughs> Whether, yeah. With a smoking hot wife. Um, how about I'm this game? Look up pictures of Willie Fritz's wife. How about quick. this UCF ECU? Um, UCF. Wow. Talk about a game that was back and forth in terms of uh, getting that cover. <laughs> 
We, we my pirates, that. they don't do me wrong. You know what I mean? You know what? I'm glad I, uh, at the beginning of the game, I was like, I'm glad I listened to Colby. Mike Houston is a great coach and you know what? They're going to do it. And then I was like, why the fuck did I listen to Colby? ECSR, uh, yeah, uh, UCF UCF UCF. yeah. And then boom, great. comes back at the last minute. They say great teams cover Petty C. <laughs> well, ECU cover. You say that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of UCF right now? Uh, UCF. Um, I think they're. If UCF played Miami right now, who would you take? I would take UCF. I would, I would take I would UCF too. almost over any team in the country right now. Honestly, Ohio State. I think would probably Alabama. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But LSU, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think. What about Mississippi State? I think UCF would get the better of them right now. Um, I mean, honestly, I could see Penn State maybe. Giving them a push, even though we haven't seen them, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, based on what you would think, they have you. USC obviously on talent, and Oregon on talent might be able to give them a. What about Georgia, I think they beat Georgia. Right I think. Now. I mean, judging by that offense, they may end up seeing Georgia, and I kind of we're gonna make a uh, a couple bowl. Well, that wouldn't be the first time they beat Georgia in a bowl game. Well, it wasn't a bowl game before, was it? It was a uh, regular season. Was it? I yeah. think it was a bowl game. I think they got him in uh, Atlanta in one of their. Uh, no, I'm thinking of uh, Boise. Sorry, yeah, no, Boise got no, no, Georgia. No. Yeah, in they beat Georgia in like a bowl game. Did they? Yeah, with Mark Richt, I believe. UCF doing it. Um, Tennessee, South Carolina. Did you get any ch- chance to watch this one? This was a a. a I feel sorry for Muschamp because they stopped him to get the ball back and a blocker on the punt return. The, the punt was short. It bounced off the blocker. And Tennessee recovered. I did see over. that. I did see that. It's brutal. I can tell you this. I think Tennessee's got a good team. Yeah. Except that quarterback. I think he's uh dude, that's their weakness. Is it Guantanamo? That's their weakness, man. <laughs> Guantanamo Bay. Uh, I mean, yeah, Guantan Jared Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Look, he needs to be waterboarded because this guy can't complete a fucking pass. Hi-oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is a college experience. We believe in torture. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I mean, look, I don't know. Uh, they got lucky to win that game. I think, I mean, both teams, both teams could have won that game. I think Tennessee probably was. I knew that team. game was going to be a freaking dog. I lost fight. by a half a point. Brutal. Once again, half a point. Well, you know, when we did cover on by, I think a half point or was, was it army? No, uh, well that we covered by a half point yeah. on army against Cincinnati, Georgia driving late to get that field goal was covering only by 24. The spread was 26. Boom. Hit the field goal. We get the one point cover. Thank you, Georgia. <laughs> well, uh, and then the uh, army, we had, a, we had the hook thankfully in that army Cincinnati game. Yeah. Uh, what'd you take away from that? Uh, that Cincinnati's defense is good. Yeah. Really good. When you consider that army only got their touchdown off of uh, what was it? A fumble recovery. Yeah. Do you, are you sold with the quarterback play at Cincinnati? I just think it's a conservative little. I think UCF's gonna fuck them up. I think UCF will fuck them. Up. I think uh, yeah. SMU might give yeah. Cincinnati that game's in Dallas in a few weeks. Yeah. I think the uh, AC AAC championship is probably gonna be SMU versus uh, SMU plays Memphis this week. And Memphis hasn't have they even played yet? Yeah, they beat uh, Arkansas State. Oh wow! Yeah, that's looking like a good win. At I know <laughs> it is. K State man. Yeah. Right. right. I mean. You do the uh, how many degrees of separation? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Oklahoma Memphis State might be the best team in the country here. Oklahoma State covered for me against West Virginia. Uh, true. With, with their slow ass Mark Rippon style quarterback, dude. <laughs> dude, that quarterback cracks me up. I forget the guy's name right now. Um, 
but uh, he reminds me of Mark Rippon when he runs. He's just a big <laughs> lawn chair. You know what I mean? Like just a huge lawn chair that is serviceable. You know what I mean? All right. right. Uh, <laughs> I need more TVs, man. There's so much good action going on. The 9 a.m. time slot was amazing. Yeah. Okay. State though, quietly gets the win here. Yeah. They survived Tulsa. I give, I, you know what? I think they got Kansas this week. I say, don't rush Spencer Sanders back. Start, start Mark Rippon part two, <laughs> right? And, and beat Kansas. You'll be three and oh, and yeah. then Spencer Sanders comes back and then you could turn on the jets. Oh, sure. But I mean, ideally, wouldn't you want to get him some reps to work out some of the kinks, but you don't want to rush him back. I don't want to rush him back, especially with, with that injury. So how's, how's Chuba's uh, production? He had a hundred this game. He had a hundred. But still, I I don't know that that quarterback play is a liability right now for them. Right, it's easy to keep. Their on the defense run. is playing great. Unlike a normal Big Twelve defense, they're playing. They're easily the best defense in the Big Twelve. Right Interesting. Now. Maybe they are a player ultimately. You know, but I will say that for especially for a guy like Chuba Hubbard, if 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 the passing lanes aren't open, which they normally are for Oklahoma State, and you have to like get tough yardage, he is not the body body type to do that. I yeah. mean, I, he can break a tackle. He's a great runner. I think he's a great running back, and I think he's got pro potential. But like, he's not your workhorse, twenty-five pound the ball kind of back. You need to give him a little space to run through. So, not yeah. surprised really that he's not killing it right now. Um, Georgia Southern Lafayette. That was a nine a.m. game. That was great, and I was all over this, and I wanted to lock this. <laughs> I honestly wanted. To, I talked about this last week. You can listen to it. I said I wanted to lock this, but with them having thirty-three players out the week before, <laughs> I don't. Right. I don't feel comfortable Probably best staying and away from that. this, but I knew the triple option was going to give them fits. Lafayette rallied to win with a 53 yard field goal in the final second. Oh, Billy Napes, uh, keeping it going. They play app state on a Wednesday, two weeks from now, dude, app state, dude, Campbell almost blew my lock there. When that, when they were up, when Campbell was up like 14, seven in the late in the second quarter, I was like, I'm a freaking genius. I get 35 and a half points that, uh, <laughs> And then they, they came so close to like, give it. I mean, really, when you think about it, it's 42 and a half, like that I had at that point, Campbell plays wake Friday night. I think they might be able to stick around that game. Campbell plays wake. Yeah. Campbell's all right, but I the mean, quarterback's good. App state blew the doors off of them in the second. half. I got a feeling app state's going to be the one to, to, to beat Lafayette. Yeah, they could be if they have figured it out. Then yeah, it's been a surprisingly slow start for them. So uh, before we, before we do database top 25, we also have Troy BYU, BYU won 48 to seven. BYU is the, the sleeper of the whole, they're not going to play anybody though. Yeah. That's why we need a playoff. <laughs> well, let me, what's BYU schedule. Let me look at this. Uh, if you don't have what they got, man, army is, uh, I, I doubt we'll get rescheduled one, two, three, four, five, six. Look, they got six games left on their schedule. If the Pac-12 can get away with six games or an eight-game schedule, including their conference championship, then why does an eight-game schedule for BYU not count? Probably because they're not playing anyone of any relevance. But that's, I mean, that's why you just need a big playoff system. It's just so obvious. But geez, fifty-five to three and forty-eight to seven. That's asshole. Outscoring the uh, opposition. What is that? One. I'm not a math. One hundred three to ten through two games. That's impressive. Just getting it done. BC last second field goal beats Texas state. They rallied from down 21, seven. Yeah. Who was that against Texas state, Texas state. 
we, I feel like we're pretty on right now. Texas state's one and three, man. And they, they, they could easily be four and oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Texas state best one and three team in college football for sure. Uh, BC hosts UNC this week. Any chance BC gets the upset? No. You think UNC? Absolutely rolls not. Okay. Yeah. Um, Liberty beats Florida international. We blow the cover because Florida international gets the backdoor cover there. And uh, UTEP handles La Monroe. Uh, and, and we've covered, we've covered all the games. I believe Bama looked good against Missouri. Like we mentioned, um, I think Bama's out to prove a point. You're going to see that probably with this week's locks. Now we get to the Danta base top 25, but before we do, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by DraftKings. last week is in the books. And if you listen to us, we made you cash. But now it's time to review the tape and prepare for this week. There's no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy sports. To add to this week's excitement, DraftKings has a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. And if you haven't tried DraftKings yet, head to the App Store right now, right this very second, because you don't want to miss this. You draft your lineup and you feel the sweat like never before. Every run, every pass, and every catch means more with DraftKings. It's simple. Just check your lineup, stay under the salary cap, see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing, and I mean nothing, adds to the excitement of watching a game quite like having a shot at millions of dollars in prizes. Certainly uh, helps, doesn't it? It dude, it, it it's just a great feeling, you know? DraftKings has paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012, so you, they know a thing or two about cold, hard cash. Download the DraftKings app now, use the promo code SGP for a limited time. New users get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes, Patty C. So don't miss out on the week for NFL action that's coming. Uh, enter the code SGP and get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code SGP only at DraftKings, where they make it rain. Hmm. All right, Patty C. Let's cut the bullshit. Well, how about this? Real quick. Okay. Jerry Palm, CBSSports.com. You're doing I college have- basketball? <laughs> he does both. Okay. okay. Yeah. I have a bone to pick with him as usual. Oh yeah. It's, it's a Not lot of my favorite prognosticator. I will say there's a, uh, is there any good look? I love Joel Klatt, but him having Texas in his top 10 right now. Fuck you. <laughs> How? Right. They've played two games. They destroyed UTEP. UTEP is not good despite their well, illusion. You, of you a actually record. are making a pretty good point for him right now. No, no, no. UTEP has beaten two FCSs. Yeah. And La Monroe. That's true. And when you consider that they, Texas really should have lost that game. Well, and, Texas and Utah barely won those two FCS games. <laughs> right. Still Texas annihilated them. I think you got to give credit for Texas for handling their business in that game. That game should have never happened. That's true. Um, you can't have them in the top 10. You probably shouldn't have he, Texas. He in doesn't the have time. UCF in the top 10, but he has Texas. That's bad. UCF beat Georgia tech by four touchdowns. Yeah. UCF clearly is passing the eye ECU's test. ECU is better than fucking Texas UTEP. Texas is not passing the eye test. ECU is. Or no, they don't need no odds onside kicks. Right. <laughs> They've been in control. I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. Well, they, they, he's got, he's projecting. Well, Ken Palm's got what? Yeah. Or Jerry Palm. Jerry is, Palm, yeah. Uh, projecting Oregon into the playoff at this point. They're not going to play half the season. I hate. Well, he's, I mean. They, they, how can it, you even say that right now though, though? Yeah. How can you say that? I guess he's like projecting them run of the table. If, if a big 10 team or a uh, 
Pac-12 team doesn't run the table, I think they should be out of the playoff. I don't think a team that's only won six or seven games in a season deserves a shot. Well, we've talked about this dilemma where pe- people say if Ohio State plays four or five games because of their COVID r- protocol, they're going to put them in. Yeah, and that's it, just disgusting to me. That's why you. I mean, is there any more year where it's 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 so clear yeah. that you need if a bigger you have playoff? A, if you have three less losses, if the whole point of Ohio State getting in over Baylor and TCU in year one of the college football playoff, despite having the unquestionably way worse loss on yeah. their resume, right? Was that they had a 13th data point as opposed to the only 12 for the big 12, because they didn't have a championship game at that point. That one game is a thing that differentiates their ability to uh, qualify for the playoff and the other team's inability to. And now you're going to have like a three or four game difference in terms of number of wins. And that's irrelevant. Dude, I'm sorry. They're going to do it because that's what I'm saying is it's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. It's always been bullshit. As much as I love college football, LSU is right behind Mississippi state. One sixteen, one seventeen. <laughs> Texas is above Mississippi state. How can anyone come to that conclusion? I don't get it at number 25 in my rankings. I got the Kansas state. Wow. Cats. Look that Arkansas state loss. I don't know if it's that bad. They had 20 players out. <laughs> Arkansas state to uh, state had K-State. 20 players out. Now I think it's Arkansas true. state had 16 out. Arkansas state's looking good. Is K state though. You know, me and you locked up over two and a half wins in the big 12. Looking pretty good there. That ticket's going to cash at 24. The Texas or Kansas state. Is that my only team with a loss? I think it's my only team with a loss in the top 25. It's fair. They have a pretty damn good win. Um, at 24, I got the Georgia Bulldogs. Cause I don't think they looked very good. Well, I think, uh, anyone who watched the games would likely agree with you. Well, and I think they played the worst team. They did pull away. I mean, a 27 point win in conference is still nice, but yeah, Arkansas has not been anything to write home about. They, they did about what was expected of them. So I no, guess no, no. they were down I mean, at halftime to Arkansas. It's true. What was it five to seven? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess in in theory they 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 got out of it and got to where that number around where that number was where people projected. Yeah. Felipe Franks, if he didn't throw to the other team every other play, might might have uh, might have helped. Might have made that game yeah. a little closer. Uh, at twenty three, I got the Texas Longhorns. So I have Texas better than Georgia right now because they've played one more game. Yeah. I think Texas Tech is better than Arkansas. Yeah. And. They played UTEP and beat them by 56 points or whatever it was. So I have Texas right above Georgia. All if right. Georgia beats Auburn, guess what? They're going to be much higher. To be clear, now I want to hear this because I don't even know what your answer is going to be on this. And so, you know, while we just are shitting on Jerry Palmer or whoever at the concept of putting a team with uh, less games played in the playoff over a team with them, several more games played. And yet here we have Texas two and O and we have uh Georgia one and O. Well, we have, I assume you're going to have Mississippi state uh, above Texas. Yeah. What's the criteria here as far as, you know, how do you balance that idea as far as one team? Being well, it's going to work itself out. Quality you, of victory. Yeah. Or, you, you get your, there still is an element to guessing, yeah. but as the season shakes out, I've explained this, you know, it's been a while, but I'll, I'll refresh the listeners to the listeners. Um, 
So like, let's say LSU ends up being horrible. Yeah. Well, guess what? Mississippi state that win keeps sliding them back then. Yeah. The way it should, it's no longer a high caliber win. Of course. So that's what I'm saying. But like for each additional game played, how much extra like, uh, Oh, it matters because you're risking it matters who you're playing though. Yeah. I mean, when you're playing yeah, UTEP versus Missouri Texas, state minus one, not yeah. even be considered a game. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's, that's as, fair enough. That's as low as it gets. Yeah. If um, you're playing utter dog crap across the board. Yeah. But if you're playing like even like an ACC schedule of consistently like, yeah, you can slightly play a, above average yeah, or average NC teams, state or something. That's still, that's still, you're putting, a game you can uh, get there's a on. risk. You yeah. can get beat by NC state. Yeah. So those, those are the type of games that do accumulate points in the database top 20. I mean, look, Arkansas is system. about as low as you can get in the power five. Yeah. Uh, unless Sam Pittman's got them better than, and they'll have their chance to prove that. But Arkansas that I know coming into the year, I mean, I do hold a ticket for Arkansas under one and a half wins <laughs> looking good so far. Yeah. It's kind of scared me when they're up seven, five, I'm like, Oh shit. Right. Uh, <laughs> is Arkansas going to win the SEC? <laughs> they're gonna go two and I'm going to lose my money right away. Uh, so I got the Longhorns at 24 at 23. I got Tennessee because I think South beating South Carolina at South Carolina is uh, with not needing an onside kick is better than what Texas has on their resume. Yeah. South Carolina. Although yeah, t- they're better than Texas tech. Yeah. If they played, I would take South Carolina right now. I agree. Uh, at 21, I have the, the Auburn tigers. And I'm going to say that a lot of that is based on last year because I haven't seen a lot of Texas tech or a lot of South Carolina this year. So I'm using a little bit of reputation. I have, well, there there's some of like, yeah, but that, that all is going to work itself out. Yeah. And I think we tried to base it as much and I'm, we're Tennessee didn't this. need an onside kick to win the game. I just think South Carolina is clearly and has proven to be over time, a better program than Texas tech, but Texas tech is improving. Um, so I don't know that Texas tech beat Houston Baptist by two, two weeks ago. That's true. That's a fair point. That's why I have Tennessee higher. That's why South Carolina is a better win than, okay. yeah. And they did it without needing complete yes. horseshit luck. Uh, at 21, I got the Auburn tigers and look, I would have them higher, but I think it matters that they were at out at home, got completely outgained and got some home cooking. Yeah. It's a good win. It's a very good win. They pulled away. They pulled away, but uh, it does change the strategy of the game. Dude, if Kentucky gets that score, well, and then they got the count. (laughs) Well, and then they got the kickoff. Yeah, that would have changed the whole fucking game. You score that touchdown. It's uh, it would have been fourteen to eight, assuming that Kentucky kicked the extra point and didn't go for two. Yeah, and then it was right before the half. It was like thirty seconds left, so then Kentucky was getting the ball. Yeah, it changes the whole fucking game. Changes the whole fucking game. Yeah. You can't be that bad at a fucking, at a call like that. Yeah. Especially upon review. Definitely a little bit, a lot bit shady. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the worst calls I've ever seen, dude. Not a game that you would expect to see, uh, like, the refs have that big of an investment in that they're willing to completely, like. How do you miss it on review? Credibility in question, but uh, that was a very bad missed call. Uh, So at 20, I got the Gators of Florida. It's pretty low, but they've only played well, one game. Ole Miss was garbage last year. I think they're going to be garbage this year. And uh, I think they're going to have a tough time in the SEC, SEC West. They're going to be, a, they're going to be in the basement of the SEC. Yeah. I mean, I guess Arkansas is going to be below them, but they will be second to last. I even think Arkansas might be able to beat them. I think be- <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't know. I was a little bit impressed with uh, how th- their offense can move. You know, Ole Miss plays. Who do they get this week? They get somebody. They get somebody this week that I thought was compelling. Kentucky. Oh, that's going to be a good game. Uh, Kentucky's going to beat them. Um, yeah. So I got the Gators at twenty. They'll have their chances, but I don't have that that value as like a huge win. Sure. Um, at 19, I have Virginia tech. See, I value this more than I do Florida's because even though NC, I actually think NC state might beat Ole Miss, right? But Virginia tech had 20 players out yeah. 23, I believe. Yeah. And Virginia tech that smoked came. them. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Ole Miss, I mean, Florida did pull away relatively early. I think they were up like 28, 28, 14. Ole Miss doesn't even have a win. At, at, you know, say what you want about it. NC state did beat wake forest. Sure. Uh, I see what you're saying. Um, both of them playing in their first game. I think they're probably pretty interchangeable Virginia tech and Florida at this point, but I don't have a problem with you. Well, no, I'm not. If, if I see, that's the problem with the rankings is that we could sit here and say, well, Florida would probably beat Virginia tech. Yeah. I, you look at the resume. Yeah. That's a huge factor. You don't just look at, Oh, well, I think they're going to win. Cause that's all fucking retarded. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Especially when you consider 23 players out. <laughs> Virginia Tech didn't even have their starting quarterback. That's true. Although that is a, a little bit of a projection on how good Virginia Tech will be. All that to say. No, it's saying they beat NC State, who has a win. Ole Miss does not have a win. Yeah, that's true. And they did it much more convincingly, I think. Yeah, both fair points. At 18, I have the Boston College Golden War Eagles. Questionable. They're 2 0. They did win. I keep forgetting that they ended up winning that they game. They smoked Duke at Duke. Yeah. Which isn't looking as good anymore. But after UVA pulled away, although Duke, to be honest, was in that game pretty late. And they beat Texas State, who, despite their one and three record, I actually think, like, Texas State's much better than Texas's win against UTEP. That's true. I 100% agree with you <laughs> on that. There's almost no questioning that. Um,. So I got the Golden War Eagles. They're two and zero. They host UNC. Look, they're going to fall off. They're two not going to be is two and as now. of right now. Yeah, you can't you can't not have them in there. At seventeen, I got the Crimson Tide. All right. Logic here. I don't think Missouri's going to be very good this year. Yeah. They're winless, but it's the way they did it. I mean, they killed them. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama's Alabama. We all know it. They just need a little more. Uh, same thing as last year. It took them a few games to get their resume up, but. They eventually got to number one in the database top 25. So yeah, just trust the process. Yeah. Missouri's dog shit. The sec protected him by giving Missouri, but trust the process at number 16. I got Mississippi state bulldogs. Nice. I think they, for them having one win, they have the best one win right now. Right. Would the you best agree with that the season for any team? Huh? Best one of the season for any team or best single win? Best single win for a team that's only played one game. Uh, so for I don't every know how SEC many team. others there are out there, but yeah, I would say so. Obviously beating LSU. That's why I got him at 16 and I do expect LSU to rebound, especially against Vanderbilt this Sunday, this Saturday. Um, at 15 though, ahead of Mississippi state is coastal Carolina. <laughs> yeah, but well, they've actually passed the eye test too. Dude, they went to Kansas and we're up 28 nothing. Now I know it's Kansas. Yeah. But they've played more games in Mississippi state. They went all the way on the road, just like Mississippi state, but they went even further. 
And they were very convincing in that win, despite them being, I mean, this and Mississippi state are almost interchangeable, but I think camel is a decent FCS school. They've laid it on the line twice. I got the Chanticleers. Coastal Carolina is like their D line is good. Low key app state right now. Yeah. I'm liking the way they're playing, man. That quarterback's a freshman. Think about that. We get four more years of him after this year. (laughs) Crazy. Uh, At number 14, I got the Tar Heels of North Carolina. How many games have they played? Actually, they've only played one because they had their game canceled. So I need to adjust that. Actually, I, for some reason, I thought they were two and oh. Uh, who so did they beat North they, Carolina. They beat Syracuse, which is actually looking like a decent win because Syracuse beat the pants off of Georgia Tech. No, but you know what? I'm going to move UNC. I'm going to move UNC to 17, and we'll move. Yeah, so we just moved UNC to 17. So then Mississippi State 16, Coastal Carolina 15. Now we're on 14. Wait, did I do that correctly? No, no, no. So 16 is UNC. 15 is Mississippi state. 14 is coastal Carolina. 13 is Cincinnati two and oh. Yep. So them and coastal both have two wins. Austin P win means nothing, but they were in the FCS playoffs a season ago. It's yeah. better than Missouri state. That's true. And, uh, I believe the army win is army big. win is good. Yeah. Army win is big, man. And they did it very convincingly Cincinnati. If they can get some explosion on the offense, they could be your group of five uh, not re- representative. I'm not buying into that quarterback, man. Well, UCF certainly looks the part. Desmond more so. Ritter. At number. Well, wait, so Memphis has only played one game now because other games got canceled. So I need to move Memphis back as well. Uh, Memphis at number 11. I need to move them back. I keep forgetting because they, they had games scheduled. Yeah. And they get canceled. You're an idiot is basically what you're saying. So Memphis. Yeah. So basically I'm going to move Memphis back to uh, to 17. You guys are all to know what the fuck I'm talking about now, but that means that Don't means get that, too bogged down in the, yeah. At 16, yeah. North Carolina at 15, Mississippi state at 14, coastal Carolina at 13, Cincinnati at 12, Oklahoma state, the Cowboys. Yeah. They beat Tulsa. who I think is actually going to be decent. I have a ticket for Tulsa. <laughs> And they beat West Virginia. Nice. Two decent wins. I think what was the score of that West Virginia game? They covered. It was like 30 to seven, 30 to 13, something 27, they handled their business. Uh, well, especially considering you're on the back of quarterback against a power five. That's a good win. Patty C. Yeah, no doubt. Especially West Virginia cleaned clock. Uh, the first game Uh, granted it was against Eastern Kentucky, which means absolutely nothing. 27, 13. They did handle business. Okay. Yes, exactly. And I think, I think they're still, you know, I have that ticket for Oklahoma state to win the big 12 plus like 700 or something. Nice. So Uh, far so good. So now we're down to the top 10, but before I get to the top 10, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by BetQL. You want to get an advantage over the sports book with the NBA, NHL, MLB, everything all back in action. Well, you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Their best bets algorithm scans thousands of data points to give you the best bet recommendation for every game that gives you the reason behind why you should place the bet. Also, show your top best bets that uh, that have been most pro- that they will show you top best bets that have been most profitable to make sure you're cashing in. This thing is really cool. I look at it all the time. 
Uh, BetQL has sharp data for the NBA, MLB, NHL, college football, all this stuff. So if you want an inside edge on who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. And if you live in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, or West Virginia, you can claim exclusive offers from sportsbooks and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. Head to the App Store, or Google Play Store to download BetQL. You can also go to betql.co and enter the code SGP20 for 20% off your first subscription. You got to do it. All right. Final stretch. I'm looking at pictures of Lainey Fritz. This is his wife. How? Jeez. I mean, she is an absolute smoke show. I think uh, <laughs> Willie Fritz gets. Is he uh, your favorite coach in college football? Hottest wife in college football. Kiffin, because Kiffin got divorced. Yeah. He used to have a hot Kiffin hot was wife. up there. Uh, at number 10, I got the thundering herd of Marshall. Nice. App State, quality win. Yes. Eastern Kentucky, who just smoked the Citadel. Eastern Kentucky did? Yeah. So confusing. Well, it makes me wonder why Clemson ever scheduled the Citadel. Yeah. When Marshall's playing better FCS than than the team that has been in the playoffs the past five years. It's a crock of shit, Patty C. It's true. Um so I got them at number ten. At at uh number nine, I got the Roadrunners of UTSA. <laughs> Save the flavor, Roadrunners. They were the first three and O team in college football. Now there, there's other three and O teams, but they were the first. Hey, and there is a first time for everything, and an only time for everything. So, UTSA quarterback goes down, they still rally and win the game. Boom. Who were they playing? Middle Tennessee. <laughs> How how bad uh, does Rick Stockstone need to get those bags packed? They looked a lot. Middle Tennessee looked a lot better. Food for thought. Okay. Food for thought. This is the first game where they looked a lot better. So baby steps. Baby steps in Murfreesboro. Uh, at number eight, I got your Fighting Irish. All right. And I think Boston College makes a strong argument because Boston. Look, Notre Dame's beaten Duke. BC's beaten Duke by more. BC has beaten Texas state. Notre Dame beat South Florida, but Notre Dame did it a lot more convincingly 52 to three. Whereas BC sweated uh-huh. Texas state. So if you're wondering why I have Notre Dame so much higher than BC, it's because of that. Yeah. I mean, Notre Dame looks like a regular Notre Dame team. This is the year though, that they get bit. Well, no, this is the year that you can be a regular Notre Dame team. Right. And still, advance. You know, if, uh, if Notre Dame plays Pitt tomorrow, you take a Notre Dame. I am. The fact that it's in Pittsburgh this year is uh, of legit concern. But what I'm saying is I could easily see some of these other, uh, schools getting left out. ACC, maybe even getting like two teams in this year. If, things if break they get a certain two way. teams in, if Clemson or Notre Dame, when both we go. clearly know the Sun Belt's better than the ACC. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, I almost expect Clemson and Notre Dame to both be in the playoff. No, I don't know about Notre Dame. I expect Clemson, but yeah. All right. At number seven, I got the Pittsburgh Panthers speak of the devil. They have better wins than Notre Dame, even though the records don't reflect that. I think Syracuse Louisville and Austin P is better than Duke and South Florida. I think Duke and South Florida is actually a horrible resume. Yeah, it's not. It hasn't proven anything yet. Um, and you're right. Well, Austin P hasn't proven anything. Syracuse is a relatively meh. 
Um, and who's uh, Pitt's other one? Louisville. That's a, that's well, Syracuse a has a better record than Duke. Same with Louisville. It's true. I mean, look, if if you're talking about resumes, I think that uh, the Syracuse win doesn't do much right now. It Pitt. does. But yeah, well, what I'm saying is when, when you think about the eye test, I actually think that Syracuse is going to turn into a decent team. You know, you're big. You know, is look, he talked shit about Babers all last year. <laughs> well, you know what it is, is that they're tough. They're physical, you know, and that's not what I got from Babers teams before. I got a little pass happy, you know, throw the Rocky ball Long defensive coordinator they brought in. Yeah, they are a, a tough team. They can run Boy. the ball. They play defense. So I expect Syracuse to have a decent year. What's his name again? Tony White. That's the defensive coordinator that came into Syracuse. All right, at uh, number six, Patty C. I got your Mustangs of us SMU. 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 When you look at uh, SMU, how their schedule breaks. I'll pull it up in just a second. I think they're they're three zero. Dude, they're a threat for the playoff. They're a threat. For they the need playoff. to beat Memphis. You need to. You can't say that until they beat a, good, a really good team. That's true. They need to beat Memphis, right? But they get them at home. They get a bye week before going to Tulane, right? They come home. They ho- Tulane's gonna bite them. The Tulane could bite them. They host Cincinnati. I can just see that style being a pain in the ass for SMU defense. I, I agree. That's yeah. probably the one they're gonna lose. Um, they come home and host Cincinnati, right? Mm-hmm. They could win that one. Uh, just far more explosion on offense. Navy sucks. Going to Temple. Uh, uh, Navy turned Navy the getting corner. better. Navy getting yeah. better. At Temple, how's Temple? Have we even seen played them? a game? They haven't yet. played yet. Yeah, uh, at Tulsa, also going to be a tough game for. Uh, They're not doing it. I'm not buying it. Houston, you're hopeful home. because you love the Pony Express. You love those uniforms. I do. I'm a right? big SMU fan. I'm just saying to have both Memphis and Cincinnati at home and not and no UCF on the schedule for a team that won what 11 games last year. Yeah. That the schedule breaks really well from if they're at all legitimately. I think, 10. I think they won ten. Gotcha. If they're a, a legitimate ten win team in any way, shape, or form, and they could potentially replicate that, the schedule. Breaks hey, I'd love to see it. You know, you know Sonny Dykes is a Mike Leach. You know, Mike Leach's disciple. Uh, yeah. Disciple. And then you're in a one-off playoff. What if it's a well? All right. What if it's undefeated SMU and undefeated uh, UCF for the AAC championship I think U- game? UCF's gonna smoke them. They would. I agree. Yeah. Do they get a playoff? Uh, well, I mean, they should, but they're not going to do. I mean, these these frauds. You know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> all right. At uh, number five, I got the Clemson Tigers. We Tigers. Hey, the Citadel lost to Eastern Kentucky. I should take away points and probably drop you, but for some reason, I'm giving you credit for that Wake Forest win. <laughs> I think true. Wake Forest is better than Duke. Do you? I don't know. Uh, they're both. Yeah, they both suck. Um, who, who wins? Wake who Forest, wins between? Duke? Florida State, Duke, and Wake Forest. <laughs> Give me your power rankings right now between Florida State, Duke, and Wake Forest. Who? What has Wake done? What has Wake done? They lost last week. They're they're winless. They lost at NC State, barely. Well, NC State got throttled by Virginia Tech. So <laughs> I think uh, I w- actually Wake Forest performed well enough against Clemson. I don't know. Honestly, I think Duke's a little bit better than Wake Forest. A hair. Even though Duke got waxed by BC. That's a good point. <laughs> and they kind of got waxed at the end, end of the day by uh, Notre Dame. Uh, oh gosh. Maybe wait. So they're, they're one. Florida, where's Florida state. They're, they're at the bottom. They're fucking <laughs> terrible. Uh, if Florida state, if wake lost to, to uh, Clemson by 25 
and Florida State lost to Miami by 42. Wake's better than Florida State. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like your logic. At number four, I got the Golden Knights of UCF. Mm. Beat Georgia Tech by four touchdowns. Then you beat East Carolina, who we all know is still in play for a, a playoff spot. Two and oh, both on the road. Awesome fucking receiving core. Yeah. Great quarterback play. And you said they're they're looking good at the running back. I love the running backs. McCray and, and Anderson. So yeah. much talent in the skill positions. Dude, uh, you said Nixon, Robinson, the guy with the blonde yeah. hair. Who's the third guy? He's third got, guy's that, a stud that Robinson yeah. guy's got the amazing uh, yeah. blonde Jerry curls. Yeah. <laughs> He's like dark black. <laughs> it is a fucking great. It's like uh, uh vampire in Brooklyn with like dyed <laughs> yellow hair. <laughs> I, I can appreciate any vampire in Brooklyn reference. <laughs> uh, they're my number four team is the golden Knights. And uh, do they take, they get Tulsa this week. Any chance Tulsa back-to-back wins over the golden Knights? No, no. It's in Orlando. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Very I think doubtful. they remember last year. Although Tulsa looked good against the, dude, they're, they're better than people realize. Yeah. Uh, number three, I got the BYU Cougars because of the way they've been winning. When you're outscoring your uh, opponents by an average of 45 points per game, you get that kind of love. Well, and Navy and Troy, they're not winless. They're both one and one. Yeah. And it's the way they've been kicking ass. Uh, and then at number two, how do I have the Louisiana Lafayette raging cages? Number two in the country. Cause they're three and oh, Patty C. Boom. And I think they've beaten three good teams at Iowa state who just beat TCU. Yep. Georgia Southern and Georgia state. I think all three of those schools, well, well, this year's going to be weird because everyone will be bowling. Yeah. I think it's three good wins. There's no, there's no complete zero on that schedule. And Louisiana is the best team in the state. Louisiana Lafayette. La Tech though, two and zero, coming up, coming up strong. Just on my outside of my database top twenty-five. Uh, at number one, Miami, the Hurricanes, they stay. Yeah. When is you win fifty-two to ten, granted against Florida State, it's still a, st- a stylish win. Yeah. Uh, I'll say, I'll say this much that uh Donald Cheney jr. Guy at running back is the type of like stud workhorse NFL quality back that they've been lacking in Miami. I don't know. I mean, I guess they've had a few guys, what about like, the other running back. Uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Cameron Harris. Yeah. They had that Lamar. Uh, what's his name? Guy who played for the, uh, wait, currently. No, before. No, I'm saying Cameron Harris is there now, and he's a stud too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. why am I? Who am I drawing? Who am I thinking of? Um, I mean, I guess Miami should be like Georgia in terms of like Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller. Yeah, yeah. they produce they produce talent, but in terms of uh, just like reliably a dominant run game, I think we haven't seen that from Miami in a while. Uh, that that pro style attack that they were winning their championships with, you know, they have at least that piece of the puzzle figured out. So, all right. Now, before I do a final little piece to get out of here, uh, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by ACE per head. You ever thought about starting your own sports book, but you don't know how well ACE per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site at lines updated and grid and said uh, lines graded and updated to the second. You got to check this shit out. Ace per head is pretty quality. They have top notch customer support going 24 seven. Some of the sharpest lines in the industry. 
Plus, Ace per Head offers a live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Patty C, final stretch. I've been saying that the whole fucking episode. I'm an idiot. How are you guys doing? Let's uh let's let's just take it one sneak peek. I gotta ask you. Okay, right now I'm looking at this this week three schedule. Right? Or week mm-hmm. five schedule, I'm sorry. It's a crazy year. You got A and M Bama. What's the game of the week here to you? It's gotta be up. Auburn, Georgia, right? I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely a huge one. Let me take A and M Bama O OU Iowa State. Navy, you know, underrated one is Navy Air Force, buddy. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Navy, Virginia uh, Clemson. That's a uh, a sleeper good game. Although I think Clemson will do probably something similar to what they did in the ACC championship last year, um, and just absolutely throttle UVA. I do expect Alabama to beat the uh, doors off of A and M. Um, let's see what else. I want to ask you about this. Okay, back back to Hale State. Yeah. They get Arkansas this week. Yeah. They're going to beat Arkansas, right? They should. It's in Starkville. Then they go at Kentucky. That's going to be a tough game, but they can win that. Then they're home to A&M. Should win that based on what you saw. What we've seen so far, yeah. If they start off 4-0, they get a bye week, and then they're at Bama. <laughs> what does Bama have going into the, uh, that game? Bama has Georgia and Tennessee before Prior that. to uh dude. That's a tough stretch for Bama. They could slip. They could slip. And if Mike Leach comes out five and zero with wins over LSU I, t- and Bama, I told him, I told him he should drop the fake playbook, man. I should do it again. <laughs> I text, I, t- I, t- I texted Leach, he, you know, Nick Saban being a, uh, a uh, Bill Belichick disciple would fall for that. And look, they're right. They get Mississippi state the game before now they have a bye week after Mississippi state. Yeah. But it's right before LSU. So maybe they'll be looking at LSU in Baton Rouge, not thinking about the bulldogs hail state, baby. <laughs> Honestly though, what do you think Mississippi state goes, goes this year? Let me take a look at that sketch. Now they have a tough stretch. November 14th, November 21st, home to Auburn at Georgia. Mississippi state. Do you let them go four and oh, they're going to have a really good year then because they're going to beat Vandy. I expect them to lose one of the first four games. Um, it's, it's not going to be Arkansas though, right? No, it'll be either at Kentucky or at A&M, right? They'll probably lose at Bama. Uh, they might steal one of either Auburn or Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think they went out the rest. Uh, Vandy, Ole Miss, Missouri. That's a great first season, dude. It is. If they can go four and oh in the first four. Yeah. And beat Vandy five up, get either Auburn or Georgia six and then Ole Miss seven, Missouri eight. Oh, that'd be eight and two. Yeah. Eight, eight and two out of the gates for Leach would be a hell of a first season with losses to only at Bama and, and Costello back next year. Ooh. Let's do this. Let's do this. All right. This is the college experience. We'd appreciate if you rate, review, share, subscribe. We're available on all platforms. You can listen to podcasts at please though. The real way that we get love guys. And, and, and honestly, if you want more episodes, more previews on, on all the games, 
uh, more coverage, please, if you can, go to iTunes, give us a five-star review. That's all I ask. We give you winning picks. I'll send you a T-shirt. Screenshot that. I'll send you a T-shirt, man. You can find Patty C on Twitter at PattyC831. You can find me on Twitter at TheColbyD. You can find NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. All of our picks up. We pick every division one college football and college basketball game. They're all up at sports Make sure you check out their NFL picks with comedian Bill Burr from star Wars. We have a guy from star Wars on our, on our podcast, essentially <laughs> on our feed. It's fucking crazy. We are the star Wars of podcasts. We are man, right? We are now. And, and you know, they call pick Dundee the, the uh, death star of, uh, of, of uh, uh, college football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, sports getting podcast is on Twitter at the SGP network. Make sure you check them out guys. Patty, see any last words as, as, as we get ready to prepare for week five guys, let's just bask in the glory of full on football. I'm going to say let's bask in the glory. Us. The air raid. Yeah. It can't work in the SEC, can it, Patty? I guess not. Huh? Huh? 600 what? 630? <laughs> 623 passing. They had like 30 rushing yards too. <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing <laughs> stat line. Uh, this is the college experience. Dantabase top 25 in week four recap style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Clorox knows you want your clothes smelling fresh and clean, but sweat happens. That's why we created Clorox Fabric Sanitizers, to freshen up your clothes between washes, pre-treat extra stinky laundry, and make sure every last odor comes out in the wash. Clorox Fabric Sanitizers take care of all that and eliminate 99% of odor-causing bacteria. Plus, they're bleach-free and safe for all colors and fabrics. When it counts, trust Clorox.